This is the Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and our aim is to bring you a regular dose of ideas, insights and inspiration you can actually use in the pursuit of your full potential and ignite the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the microphone and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-on-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how does this show up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive in. Let's move over to the coach's corner. Do you ever stop to think what actually causes you to think the things you think? You know, is it the, is it the weather that day? Is it the circumstances that you find yourself in or you're put in? Is it your lifetime of experiences that shape how you think today? Well, when you really boil it down, what, it re- what research really shows is that much of our thinking, virtually all of our thinking, is a result of the questions we ask ourselves. You know, from the basic and the mundane on a day-to-day basis to, you know, what do I need to bring my umbrella today? Or what time is dinner? And what do I need to get done today? And what's the next thing on my list? And how do I get back to this person? Do you have a pen I could borrow? You know, all simple basic questions, but also, of course, more important questions like in business, like how do we develop better customer loyalty? Or how do we expand into new markets? In your relationships, you're always asking questions as well. The problem is, it's very easy to become unconscious about the questions you're asking yourself. And whatever question you ask yourself, your brain is going to search for an answer. So when you start asking yourself the question, why am I such an idiot? Why do I screw things up all the time? Why can't I ever get things right? Your brain is going to find reasons as to why you're an idiot and why you screw things up. If you ask yourself in frustration, why did I waste so much time today? Why didn't I get that thing done today? Your brain is going to find reasons why you wasted time. And it may not give you the greatest insight that you're really looking for. And similarly in your relationship, if you're always asking, why is my partner always so angry or nagging at me? You're probably going to find reasons why they're nagging, but you may not find the truth. And the truth is, is that when we ask ourselves low quality questions, we're going to come up with low quality answers, answers that might be convenient or expedient in the moment, but they may not really give us the clarity that we need. When we ask ourselves higher quality questions, we're going to find higher quality answers. And while some questions are great for just reflection and self-reflection, self-awareness, and kind of analysis of what happened is always beneficial. Questions also directly inform the emotional state that you show up in a situation or how you feel about what just happened. They absolutely influence the narrative you tell yourself about the situation or about the person and can absolutely inform the strategy that you implement, the actions that you take. You know, when this came to life, the idea of taking high quality questions really brought to life many times in the conversations I have with my private clients. And a few years ago, I was working with a, um, a young athlete. Uh, in addition to co- coaching people in the business world and people in their life, one of my passions is coaching, coaching athletes on the mental part of their performance. And I've had the great honor to be uh, uh, the mental conditioning coach to athletes in a variety of sports. A couple of years ago, I was working with an athlete, a, a young gentleman who was working, working his way up the world rankings to become part of the, uh, uh, the national downhill ski team. He was a young skier and he wanted to get on the World Cup circuit. And what was amazing about this skier, and everyone knew it, that 
when he let his body just get into flow, when he allowed his physical gifts to take over, he was an amazing skier, world-class out of the gate. But mentally, he was rarely in flow. He was often frustrated with his performance, comparing himself to other athletes and watching the scores and the timing that's been posted by the other athletes so much that he often get off kilter and off his focus of what his game was going to be. And he's gotten to the point where he's very frustrated and actually got to the point where he's getting frustrated about a lot of the injuries he was having to the point where he was losing months because of injuries. And for the second time in the same season, when I first started working with him, he had just come off an injury where he broke his collarbone. It was the second time in nine months, and he missed a lot of training because of this. And you can imagine anyone would be in that situation where they can get very, very frustrated, which is understandable. But he was also looking at the situation as how this is going to be you know, the worst thing that can happen to him and, and you know, how his future, it really was a dark, dark future that he was presenting to himself. So kind of on purpose and very provocatively, I asked him the question, how is this the best thing that could happen to you? And I could tell he was a little taken aback and quite stunned and probably a little ticked off at me for asking such a silly question or so he thought. But I really pressed him on it and I encouraged him to just stay with this question, to seek an answer. How is having the second collarbone injury in the same season, how is it potentially the best thing that could ever happen to him? You know, and he sat quietly for a moment and he realized that, well, maybe this would finally give him time to heal. Maybe this is a sign that he didn't really kind of rush himself back. And he knew out of the, he knew initially that he would rush himself back after that first injury. But maybe this time it was really going to give him time to pause. And maybe he's going to take the time off, off for the rest of the season and take the, uh, take the summer off and come back guns and blazing for the next season. And when he thought about it a little bit more, uh, again, I keep pressing on it. And he, he also identified that, well, maybe, maybe this is really the opportunity where if he's physically not able to perform, he can actually start to really work on the mental skills that he needed to compete at the highest level to be an elite world-class athlete consistently. And it's the reason why he started working with me because he knew that this was a gap in his, his game and gap in his performance and it was getting in his way. And he was such, so frustrated up to this point. But just by asking him that question, how is this the best thing that could happen to you? It may not give you the easiest answers and you may not like the answers you come up with when you're in a really tough, dark place. But it forces your mind to come up with answers. You know, the similar situation would go, I've got a friend just recently who lost his job. And it's not the first time he's lost his job. And I have a chance to ask him the question, how is this the best thing that could happen to you? And he <laughs> gives me that death stare. But he said, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for me to really calibrate what is really important to me. Maybe I've been getting into the wrong jobs. And maybe getting fired from these jobs and getting let go of these jobs is a sign that I'm not really in alignment to where I wanted to be. And so the whole point here is that the more conscious you become of the questions you ask yourself, you may get very quickly some new insights and start to become more conscious of how you're thinking and showing up and evaluating the challenges that you're facing. So for an example, you know, if you find yourself in a stuck and frustrated state or situation in your relationships or in your job, Maybe the question you need to ask yourself is, what, what can I learn here? What's a lesson that I'm not seeing that I need to see here? Now, if you find yourself in your personal relationship, getting angry or irritated a lot, maybe you need to ask yourself, how can I express even more love right now to my partner? 
And especially if you're in a state where you're really angry and irritated at them, that can be a really tough muscle to build, but it can be an expansive muscle to build. It can be a beautiful muscle to build. If you find yourself really struggling, maybe in overwhelm, you've got a lot on your plate right now and you kind of don't know where to turn. Every morning you walk into your job and your to-do list feels longer every single day. Maybe the first question you need to ask yourself is, how can I make this easier or more enjoyable? Maybe you need to ask yourself, how can I make this fun? You know, the counterbalance to being anxious and overwhelmed might be seeking fun or joy. How can I bring more joy to my work this week, especially and even with me feeling overwhelmed and struggling with all, all the things I have to get done? You know, if you've been really disappointed with the situation lately, maybe you need to ask yourself, what else could this mean? What else could this mean? If I'm really disappointed with somebody, what else could this mean? Maybe the problem why I'm feeling so disappointed is because I'm giving it a very specific meaning. Maybe I feel like they don't care. Maybe I feel like they're so stuck up in their own world that they don't, get, they don't care about me. Well, maybe that's not the full truth. Maybe there's something else this can mean. Maybe it's time to challenge yourself to ask yourself a better question, to change your perspective on what to do next. Maybe if you're, you are feeling overwhelmed, maybe you just haven't been able to focus so well because you've been so scattered. Maybe you've had some real challenges going on. Maybe you feel yourself very scattered and fragmented in your focus. In a very practical way, if you're listening to this in the middle of your day, the start of your day, and onto your morning commute, maybe you just need to ask yourself, what can I do right now to be more focused? In spite of the fact of all these things that are coming at me, what can I do right now to be more focused or to be more grounded or to be more centered as I face these challenges? And perhaps the ultimate question to ask yourself at any point in time, in any situation, maybe the ultimate question to ask yourself is, what's the most empowering question I can ask myself right now? Or I could ask myself in this situation. You know, and on a, on a very personal note, today I got some tough news that a very close family member may have a very serious health challenge that they're going to have to deal with and our whole family's going to have to deal with. And when you get that kind of news, you can't help but your mind to kind of wander to dozens of different scenarios. Some of them are not very happy scenarios. Some of them are pretty tragic scenarios. And it's very easy for your mind to run out of control when someone that you love very closely has a really big challenge in front of them. And maybe that's also the time to double down on asking high quality questions. Rather than getting caught into victim mentality of why me or why did this have to happen to me and, and all the other doomsday scenarios that can come up. Is maybe the most empowering question I could ask myself today is, what am I most grateful for right now? How can I be even more present with my loved ones right now? You know, life is short. And sometimes we get some very cold reminders that life is short. And maybe you're listening to this right now and you're going through hell. Maybe you're going through one of life's biggest challenges. One of the most challenging situations you've ever faced. And maybe this is a perfect opportunity to get conscious about the questions you've been asking yourself and find some high quality questions to ask. And not only ask the questions, but force yourself to seek the answers. That's where the real growth happens. It's not just asking the question and leaving it up to the, the ether to answer it. You've got to answer it as well. You're gonna challenge yourself at times to ask better questions. And you've got to challenge yourself to come up with better answers. If nothing more than a thought experiment, 
stretch your thinking to beyond the thinking that you have been operating from. Maybe it's time to really stop and think about why you have been thinking the way you have about the challenge you've been facing. And it's time to awaken to a new level, a new level of thinking, a new level of presence, a new level of heart-opening ideas for how you can engage in your challenge and move forward in a more effective way. Because life is short, and you'd hate to waste it focusing and spending your energy on all the wrong things. So perhaps if you are going through a challenge right now, perhaps the last question I'll leave you with is what can be often referred to as the rule of three. Maybe the question to ask yourself is, how am I going to feel about this in three days, in three months, in three years? And sometimes that longer perspective gives you greater perspective for how you want to show up and deal with this right now. So take the time today to really think about the question you need to ask yourself today in a way that you can engage the best part of you to either deal with a challenge in front of you, take advantage of the opportunity in front of you, and continue to show up as the best version of you. I'd also love to know what questions you go to that help you stay focused on the important things and help you resolve the challenges that you're facing. You can drop us a note or leave us a message at theignitionshow.com connect. Also, we'd love to know what struck you today and what was it that you heard in today's episode that you really needed to hear today. You can leave us an audio message or you can also join our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search for The Ignition Show and participate in the conversation there. We'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We actually read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. And remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.